Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Paris. Hey everyone, we're back with another episode of This is Paris. It is Wellness Wednesday, so I'm very excited about today's guest, Melissa Wood, and she has a wellness platform called Melissa Wood Health. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to learn about uh, her program and everything she kind of stands for. It's, it's, it's exactly what people need right now, but you guys also have a long history. You've known each other for a long time, so I'm excited to find out about that. Let's uh, go ahead and meet her. Yeah, let's bring her in. Hi. Hi, Hello. love. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm great. I'm meeting you for the first time, but apparently you and Paris have uh, a long history together. How long have you known each other? Oh, my God, Paris. How long do we go back? I mean, we're talking like marquee, my cocktail waitressing days. So um, 15 plus years ago. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Back in the day, it was so much fun. We used to love going to Marquee. <laughs> but now we're all grown up. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's such a big... Um, I, I Both of you have made such incredible uh, uh, career moves and milestones. And you've done so much. Um, it's so funny that when you look back at how you guys met at a club where Paris spent a lot of time and you know, you were working there. So you obviously spent a lot of time there. It's so incredible to see that now you've turned into, you know, these people who are helping so many people every single day, especially with 
um, MWH. Yes, it's, I mean, I like look back, even like being here with you now, Paris, I'm like, wow, this is like such a full circle moment for me coming from like waiting on you. And I just have to say that Paris was always like the kindest person. You were always so like just thankful. And, you know, I waited on everyone and not everyone was always like that. And now to be here with you um, is, you know, it's amazing. And just having my own business now and being able to help people in this way is just, it's, it's like the best part of everything that I do. I'm so proud of you. I just think it's just incredible what you've built and you're so inspiring. Like anything that you post about, I will literally buy right away because I tr <laughs> you just like, you really know what you're talking about and you really do your research and you only post about things that you actually love and that you use. And it's just been so helpful to me, just like learning so many things because I am obsessed with like you know, wellness and health and anti-aging and like all of that. And it's great just to have someone to um, get that advice from. So thank you for just putting out all this incredible content and what you've built is just, I really admire you for it. I mean, I literally like die that there's things that I share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to get into all the um, tips and everything that you've kind of become known for and get some good tips for our uh, Wellness Wednesdays. But first, tell us how you started doing all this. Like what led to MWH? I had a horrible relationship to myself and really it was like everything that I, that I did looking back I felt like oh I was so you know passionate about wellness and taking care of myself but it was really all in the form of like abuse when I now that I realize what having a great relationship with yourself is I would work, you know, it was like, if I wasn't working out and torturing myself at least an hour to two hours a day, like that wasn't enough of, um, of a workout. I just, when it came down to really everything with like food, it was like, everything was used as a form of like punishing myself for like what I ate before. And it just really took a toll on me, not only just physically, but mentally, I had an eating disorder for many years that like, it was like my deepest, darkest secret was something that I really wanted no one to ever know because it, you know, it was like, I no longer looked like I like had it all together. or was perfect. And then, you know, that way of life, just, it can really wear on you. And it just mm -hmm. got to the point where I couldn't live like that anymore. It was, it was literally like eating away at me and I hit a real low in my life and just woke up one day and, and decided that I needed help, that I could no longer continue on that path and think that I, you know, could really take care of it all myself. So ask like reaching out and seeing a therapist and just being really honest about the way that I was living my life and the tools that I had attached myself to. And I mean, when it came to, you know, just the way I was drinking or at that point in my life, it was like, I was like taking Adderall. It was like recreationally. And then it was to lose weight and, and just 
having that real self-reflection and self-awareness just like cracked me wide open. And I think being in, in that vulnerable state is what really has me here because I was so ashamed of these things that I'm talking about now. And I realized that so many people live their lives like that. And, and to be able to like put it out there, not only for my own self-healing, but to help other people was, was a real pivotal moment for me. And when I started meditating, I, I talk about this a lot because I, I really want to be here. I want to be doing any of the work that I'm doing today. And I really know that with like every single ounce of my being, if it wasn't for my commitment to my practice that really just started as like my practice and sharing it, sharing like that, that commitment to self, whether it's like a few minutes a day to get something in to, you know, bring some ease to your mind or movement to your body is what helped me start to change my relationship with myself. And it, you know, it was like the accumulation and the repetition of doing it every damn day, even when I didn't want to do it is when things started to really shift and transition and, um, first like here within, and then the way that I was like moving about my life. And how many years has, have you been doing this now? So I've been meditating for over a decade, like literally every single day. And it sounds, it sounds like a disciplined practice. And I don't even think of it in any sense of discipline because I came from the spectrum of being like too disciplined, which led to really creating like an eating disorder in my life. To me, it's just, it's about maintaining this consistency because I feel you know, even just like looking at like the state of the world today and, and, you know, we all struggle with our things. And if, if we don't take care of it here, if we don't start here, like this, this body of ours is our home. If we don't take care of that, it's going to really reflect in the way that we show up in the world. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, like, even if I have five. I mean, I, I did a quick little mini meditation in the bathroom before this, because I feel like I'm really big on finding those like micro moments to just come back to myself. And I just show up differently. Like I, sh I show up differently when I do it. And when I don't, you can ask Noah that. <laughs> so when you were, <laughs> when you were at that vulnerable or most raw kind of vulnerable place in your life, right. And you made that transition, you had that awareness to make that. Yeah. How did you, I think that's the question I think a lot of people have is they don't, maybe they haven't hit what a lot of people would call a rock bottom that maybe happens with addictions and stuff like that, where right. it's almost clear, like the only way to go from here is up. But I think a lot of us are just kind of living day to day and maybe in a funk or maybe we're not working out or maybe we're not meditating, but we don't really, it's hard to commit to those changes or to know that right. it's time for that. It's, it's so true. And it, this is really, um, this is our own work that like we have to do. And, and there's really no one, like there's so many things like, you know, we have certain family members or friends and we like want them to change. We want them to do this certain things because we know it's going to enhance their lives in the best way, but there's, mm. there's no one that can 
that can get to this point, but you, but yourself. And, and I, I really bring it back to getting really honest with yourself. And it's really hard. It is not easy to, for me, it was like looking at, at the, the tools that I was connecting myself to the people that I was spending my time with. And, and for me, it was like that the moment when I knew I wanted help and I asked for help. So I think that in itself, like you have to hit that point. And unfortunately, some people's lows are a lot lower than others. So Mm. it's up to you to, to know when you're ready. And, and I, I think it's, it's like these simple steps and they're baby steps. It's not like, you know, working with a therapist and then changing your whole diet overnight and working out for an hour a day. And and that's what, that is really what led me to starting to slowly share my practice. And and I'm talking, going back when I had before even like 10,000 followers with, with stories newly became a thing. And I started sharing little clips of my practice and there was just so much interest and feedback from the community that I was slowly building that I realized like, wow, this, this is something that could be applied to every, everyone's life. And, and, you know, every single day that I wake up, it's like, I bring it back to my why and why this started. And it's to bring well attainable wellness for all, like accessible and attainable for all. So simplifying the process of, it doesn't have to be an hour workout a day. It can be like starting with a five minute meditation. If you could stick to a five minute meditation and there are so many different forms, there's different breath work practices and you have to do what you connect to because if you don't, then you're not going to stick to it. So something that you feel really aligned with and then just do that for 30 days. That's literally what I would like advice for someone who's never in their life meditated before, and then slowly increase that after 30 days to seven minutes and start a 10 minute workout. I mean, the, I, I work out like a 15, maybe 20 minutes a day because I like lights a fire within me. And I feel like so motivated and inspired to move about my day. And and the days that I don't do it, I do feel differently. So that's why, I mean, I have two kids, I have a business. It's like, I don't have time to do all the things to do. So just shortening the window of giving yourself something each day is, is what changes your freaking life. And like, I know this, I know because I've changed mine and have seen it, you know, so grateful to have seen it with so many of our members. This is Paris. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. 
because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages, they starved us, they beat us, they burned us, and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So for me, I don't even know how to meditate. Like I have ADHD, so I have no attention span and my mind is like moving a million miles per hour. I actually just watched this documentary called 
the disruptors where I like learn so much about that because our brains are like wired differently. So I'm wondering for someone, you know, with ADD, like what is, is there a different meditation to like make you be able to do it? (laughs) (laughs) I feel, I mean, I would, I, every time I'm with you, Paris, I'm like, I'm going to get like, we're going to do this. I'm going to like get you meditating and like moving, you know, just in a consistent pattern because I, I just feel so passionately about it, but there are so many different things. So I feel like because I started in this space really working as a health coach, so was working one-on-one with clients, it really helped me to understand like how to guide, like someone who's like, first of all, I can't meditate. I've never meditated before. And the first thing I always say to that is like, be careful with the words that you choose because you're going to believe them. So I think bringing like releasing any judgment around the practice or even towards yourself. Right. So like being gentle with the process. And I, I would actually, for someone like you probably move more into breath work. So even this, like, it's like rapid fire breath, right? If I'm feeling like really anxious or my mind is going a mile a minute, just taking your palms. I'm going to have you guys do it with me. So uncross your legs. Just rest your palms on your lap. And just, first of all, come back to your breath, right? So even just that awareness of the inhale going in through your nose, big inhale. And then exhaling really long, easy breath, let it go. And now we're going to take just a rapid fire cycle. I want you to not care what you look like, what you sound like, and just follow <laughs> along with me. Okay. Cause that's a big part of it is like, oh, I look good. I feel no, it's like, no, no, we're not here to let any, like, we don't care what we look like. We're here to take care of ourselves. So take a big inhale and then exhale. Keep it going. We were like, what are One they more doing? <laughs> big inhale, hold it. Come on, Can't Paris, imagine what this sounds like for the audio <laughs> listeners right now. <laughs> big inhale, hold, hold, hold. And then slowly release. Okay. And then just take both your hands over your heart. But just do you feel this like, first, it's almost as if we're coming back to that fight or flight response. But now we're tapping into our parasympathetic, which brings us in a state of rest and digest where we can come back to our center, come back to ourselves. So that's just like maybe one simple thing for for one minute, one minute. And that even seems intense, right? Or um, I would get you moving. Paris, I would get you into more of like a moving meditative state where it's less of you to sit with yourself and focus so much on your thoughts and to get you where you're, you're moving your body. Yeah. One thing that helped me when I was starting to meditate, because I had the same kind of thing in high school. I think every teacher said Hunter has paid attention for 2% of the entire school year. Uh, (laughs) And so meditating was something that I knew I needed, but it was hard for me to do it. And then I had a a meditation um, friend of mine who's a who's a teacher and everything, and he was like the same same thing you said about judgment about how people start meditating and then they get they beat themselves up for not being able to keep their mind still for ten minutes or not even being able to sit down for ten minutes, or not being able to find ten minutes or five minutes or whatever. 
And regardless of the time or regardless of the type of practice you do, the one thing that I really liked is celebrating one that you did it even for 10 seconds. Like instead of just not being on top of not being judgmental saying, Oh, you did it for 10. You did. Let's just say Paris. Like, let's say the goal was to do one big breath every morning. That was fully focused on yourself. And you, you just, that one inhale, if you start celebrating that you change your mind's response to some of these challenges that we have. And again, it's that terminology we use of, I can't, or I've mm-hmm. never been able to whatever. And I think getting those little wins is super encouraging. So for me, it started with that. And then it went to two minutes then five minutes. And then I did a 10 minute practice for a long time and I'm just now getting back to it. And again, I don't judge myself for not doing it for these past few months. Right. I just celebrate the fact that I came back to it and you know, that's, that's I, helpful to me. I love that. And I, I find that to be, you know, it's, it's like rebuilding that relationship with yourself in the way that you, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you like the old version of me, like when I looked in the mirror, I only saw from most of my life, which is so sad, but I only saw things that I needed to fix. It was like, I never saw like the beauty of like who I really am and the person of like who I am. And a lot of the shift came from when I started to realize, first of all, we are not our thoughts. Like half of our thoughts aren't even true, but we believe them. So like even starting there and, and not judging the practice where whether it's a good meditation, a bad meditation, we don't label them. We just like, I love what you said, Hunter. And like, we celebrate what we did. And even for you, Paris, I was saying five minutes, I would actually go to like one minute, like one minute a day of like, before you picked up your phone, because like, I know, you know, you have a lot going on and we're so controlled by our devices. But one thing that I do in the morning is I avoid, and I use that word avoid because I don't say I don't touch, like, of course there's been times where I have, but I really avoid touching my phone first thing in the morning, because the moment you open your eyes, you're taking care of everyone and everything else before taking care of yourself. And if we don't take care of ourselves first and we don't put ourselves first and really honor whatever it is you need, then it's like, how can we fully show up for everything that's on our plate? And I know you have a million things going on. So that's, that's also like one little thing for someone who's, you know, starting or curious to enhance their practice or to really become the best version of themselves. I find these little steps, like these baby steps every day is what essentially makes like the biggest overall changes. This is Paris. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. 
because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. What is that thing called again? Called the brushing. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that too. I love you. What was that brush thing? Is that the same thing as as Pilates or yoga? <laughs> so I don't okay. work out. I'm like doing wellness Wednesdays. I'm like, hi, I never worked out in my she's life. She's described it well enough that even I know what she's talking about right now. Like I'm fully aware. <laughs> Paris, I'm putting you through a five-minute series one of these days, and I'm telling you it's going to change your life. 
so know that is that's a like a morning ritual that I really swear by. It's called dry brushing. Mm. And it's this dry brush. I have you seen the paddle too? Because I've ordered the ones that you were using, (laughs) the paddle and the brushes, but I haven't used them yet. I need to start doing that. It's really great. I mean, those are just things to really open up the chi, the energy in our body. So before I get in the shower and it's funny because like, even when I hear sit here and like, I'm talking to you guys and like hear myself, I'm like, it sounds like I do a lot of things, (laughs) but I do them really swiftly. Like I'm really swift, but it's like, I dry brush every day, but it's two minutes before I get in the shower and it's just opens up the lymphatic system. So it helps drain toxins increases energy levels. It helps boost your immunity. And I swear it's like, you feel an instant high. It's crazy. I'm like a diehard dry brusher and the lymphatic paddle is like next level. And I do that after the shower. It sounds like a lot of things you guys, but it's it's all about, it's worth it. As someone who's dated uh, people in LA, I've seen dry brushing happen. I've done it. It works. It feels good because you kind of brush towards your heart, right? Everything's kind of towards right. the center of the body. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So up the limbs, you start at the bottom of like your ankle. You come all the way up. But first you have to like, there's little lymph nodes. And once again, it's like you got listeners and be like, how many things? And you like <laughs> tap the lymph nodes because you want to open up to release the fluid. So it's up the limbs and then down the torso. Think like flushing out toxins. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah, there's there is so much. I mean, just doing wellness Wednesdays with Paris, you learn how many different things there are <laughs> that you can do to make yourself feel good. And I think sometimes those options become really paralyzing for people. Just when they think like, oh, there's a thousand things I could do to make myself feel better. I don't feel good. But because there's so many things to do, I don't know what to choose. And therefore, I'm just going to kind of continue living the way I'm living. So my question is, if someone came to you, I think that's a lot of people right now, especially. um, What are like the top three things? If someone says, I have 15 minutes in the morning, just Mm -hmm. 15 minutes, I've got no more time. I've got kids. I've got a career. I've got a partner I need to, you know, be with and spend time with. What what would you do in 15 minutes? So I would first go back to like avoid touching the phone first thing in the morning, right? Okay. That's that, like, like, for how like, long? But it's actually, I avoid it for like 30 minutes and it seems long, but it's not. And then it ends up being an hour. Yeah. I'm telling you that in itself, you realize how much more time you have for yourself than you actually think that you do. We spend more time giving our energy to people we don't even know on social, like scrolling and endless, you know, and and then people say they have no time. So, but if you do have 15 minutes, we'll start there. And then I would say warm water with lemon, right? Because we want to open up the digestive tract. Our gut is our second brain. And if you're not, things aren't flowing, then you're going to feel like your energy is going to be really weighed down. And then I would say a five minute meditation or a breathwork practice and a 10 minute practice of movement, which seems like what can you actually get done in 10 minutes? Well, I promise you that you can literally change your entire state of being. If you did those steps in the morning, um, I actually know that you could 
transform yourself to like an entirely different version of who you are because I'm living proof of that. I'm not spending hours and hours. I'm doing little steps. I come back to them. I'm super consistent and I have my non-negotiables. And what about for low energy? Like what are some tips for that? Because for me, I'm just so exhausted all the time. I think just because obviously my schedule is out of control. I have a lot of stress, so many things happening. Um, So I don't know. I've just been so tired and I just don't know what to do. (laughs) So I feel that what you're putting in your body is really um, important to like take a deeper dive at here. So I think like, I mean, I would love, I mean, I'm Paris, I'm serious. Like I don't do this, but I would love, like, even if you're like your team, like writes down every single thing that you consume for the day. Like it just, it gives you a guide into like tiny little shifts that you can make. Maybe you're eating things that are like after your energy is decrease or like, you don't feel better. You may not be eating enough. Like it's, it's really interesting. I think how you start the day too. I don't know if you like don't have breakfast or you're a big breakfast or you just start with coffee, but like even, I mean, I have coffee every morning. I love coffee. I've, I've cut it out and I realize it's my joy and there is nothing worth, you know, taking your joy away from you. So I'm like, I don't care what anybody has to say about coffee. Like I find ways to really make it work. But having the warm water with lemon first is really great. And it does help your energy levels. Do you take a probiotic? Yes. And I think okay. maybe my my diet really consists of like this morning I ate, my sister just came out with this new thing called Blondies. It's like this ice cream Did you eat that bar. for breakfast? Yes. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> we need to talk. And, and m and really good, by the way, Nikki. <laughs> They're okay, so this, good. I've ate like six really... of them so far. It's like it's okay. been two days. I love them. Paris um, is like, I don't know why my energy levels are weird. I've had ice cream for forty eight hours, but that can't be it. There's no way because I no. worked out. And I mean, McDonald's and Pete, Taco Bell for yeah. You, you you guys need to talk offline. No. I do Paris, feel like there's a lot to solve. Literally love to like though. I'm telling you because I've been there. It does. It it affects how you show up. And it's like you have so many things to show up for every day. You know, it and if your energy isn't aligned with where you need to be, it's it starts to really take a toll on you. And and not just physically, but it, it will mentally. And I think to get ahead of it before, you know, it it does get to a place where it's bringing you down and I will say shout out to Nikki for those blondies. I'm not even a sweet person, but team <laughs> and Noah, Noah was so happy. He was like so happy. I was like, we'll try it. They're insane. But I so wanted to suggest starting the date with that. Maybe having like a little piece as like a treat. Um, of the ice cream? It's going to take you hot <laughs> and then you're going to crash. Yeah. So it's like, it's going to give you this immediate like high and then it's going to throw you down and it's going to be hard to get back up after that because there's a lot of sugar yeah okay so that's more of a dessert thing at night (laughs) well (laughs) that's also we could work it in but like not right before bed maybe even after lunch is a better time i i recommend like if anyone is a big 
dessert lover, like after lunch is better than right before bed because it's going to affect the your the way that you sleep and rest is how many hours are you supposed to like not eat before bed so i mean there's lots of like scientific evidence when it comes to like enhancing your sleep performance however i am a really big believer in listening to yourself so like intuitively really understanding like for me if i'm starving and it's 9 p.m and i know i'm going to bed around 10 if i don't eat i actually don't sleep well like i'll i'll wake up really early hungry so i'll have like last night that was the case i was really hungry so i had a piece of avocado toast and for me it it made me feel like full enough where i had pretty good sleep and if i didn't have it so i think listening to yourself but if you can try to give your digestive tract a break for like an hour to two hours before it's definitely optimal, but I'm not really big on like following hard rules. It's more of strengthening your intuition, which really comes back to building the foundation of a practice for yourself because it's just going to make you become more in tune with the things that serve you and the things that don't. Like I've, I've gotten to the place where I'm, I'm so sensitive, where I know immediately if something works for me or if it doesn't, and it's good. I, th I think it's good because it just, it just strength strengthens that like internal um, knowledge, like intelligence system with yourself so that you, you know, what feels good, you know, like even like one minute of meditation. I think if you had the blondie, you would be like, I can't have the blondie tomorrow. <laughs> you still uh, have the blondies but just not for breakfast between <laughs> eliminating the blondies early in the morning and late at night you've effectively ruined paris's life so thank you for that but i think you've helped a lot of other people and we uh have taken up enough of your time um but yeah i i think it'd be really great to see something if we can see paris on some sort of uh wellness regimen for like a day i would love to see because you do have some of the craziest schedules I've ever seen. To see if it helps your energy, it means it would help so many people's energy. So I say we do it. Uh, I, I'm, Paris, I'm telling you, I'm going to get you. Even yeah. if I just have a 30-day <laughs> transform, transformational like reboot with you, I know. I'm so confident that I actually think it would just enhance every single aspect. And you're so enhanced. It's like, what else can we enhance? <laughs> We want you to feel good. Like, what is this life that we're living if we don't feel our best? I agree. We need to do it. All right. To sliv. It's more. locked in. We're sliving. <laughs> we're going to do the sliving challenge with you too. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been really, really enlightening. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. And Paris, I'm going to be reaching out to your team. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> so I can't wait. Your I love All it. Right. Thank you again. Have a really nice day. Thank you. You too. Bye, Bye, babe. Love you. Bye, Paris. Love you. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of Eve Nightly Pop at Hunter March. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 
16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.